Hello. Hi. <laughs> I was like waiting, <laughs> waiting for the hello. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. It's it's Sunday. Again. It is Sunday. Yes, it is. What have we done today? We, we ate, ate breakfast. twice. <laughs> we ate, yeah, we did eat twice. <laughs> I had a very long day you yesterday. Finally, um, yeah, you were you were gone all day, but you finally finished your tasks for. Yes, but not the bonus one. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to happen tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be a stretch. It was a tough one. Yeah, the porkies are. Because the maybe out of reach. The theory, this conspiracy theory, was that Adventure Sync was supposed to launch. Indeed. Perhaps I don't know, based on certain comments Needing and suggestions, and yeah, porkies, why would 15, you? Because really? everything that they've done has matched up, like the adding friends, and like that was yep. leading up to gifts. And yeah, then, something went wrong. Yeah, Some we don't kind know. Of bug probably. We'll see. If, if I had to speculate. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. I finished my first week of teaching for spring semester. You did. did. Twenty twenty. Almost said twenty nineteen. Was it smooth? Twenty twenty. Was it smooth? It was. Uh, it was really busy. I think that. So this is actually my second semester mm-hmm. as an assistant professor. So that part was a little easier because I've been at this place now for a little bit of time, and I think that's part of the hardest part of going somewhere new is figuring out things <laughs> you know where to find things what you're supposed to be doing and you think hogwarts professors have tenure track <laughs> they have they're already tenured <laughs> only ill for morning actually America i don't know yeah do you think uh, probationary periods well we haven't met this person yet but do you think lockhart has <laughs> yeah Lark- lockhart had glowing recommendations do you think he signed a one-year contract i guess is what i would say like what kind of contract do you sign do you sign yeah. like a Oh, like up at three years, you'll be reviewed and rehired. <laughs> yeah, even if it went well, he was probably going to leave, you know. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure McGonagall has her job for as long as she wants it. Yeah. Probably Snape, too. He probably gets results. I don't know. <laughs> Snape, yeah. yeah. He's got the protection of the dean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, I'm Juan's ready. ready. You're ready. Juan's ready. Okay, let's turn to page 12, Dobby's Warning. Uh, Today's lesson is called Safe or Free? A synopsis. The chapter begins with Harry face-to-face with an unfamiliar and agitated being who introduces himself as Dobby. Dobby the house elf vaguely warns Harry of a dangerous plot uh, that's going to take place at Hogwarts the upcoming year but is forbidden from giving too many details about how and what he knows. Dobby reveals that he has been hiding Ron's and Hermione's letters to Harry in an effort to stop him from wanting to go back to Hogwarts. Dobby's mission is simply to prevent Harry from being exposed to danger. So when Harry refuses to stay away from Hogwarts, Dobby causes mayhem at Privet Drive during Vernon's important business dinner. Vernon promptly locks Harry away after learning that Harry cannot legally do magic outside of school. The chapter ends with Harry waking up to the face of Ron Weasley at Privet Drive. Ronald! To the rescue, old Ron. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Uh, Dobby, so um, 
I now I'm I'm like still going back to like or thinking about the first book. So it actually happens much later when Harry encounters like a new character, which is Hagrid, and mm. kind of like, who is this guy? Do I right. trust him? What's going on? He's telling me things. This is obviously much sooner. It's right. second chapter, but it's a similar dynamic where you have. Dobby, hello, yeah. who's been watching you from because he recognized his eyes from the bush or being in the bushes. It's such and... a similar dynamic, and it's great. It plays out well because to me it really emphasizes the fact that although Harry is in the wizarding world, there's still much that he doesn't know. Yeah, He's not even familiar with the, the creature the concept, type. Because yeah, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> he's like, in his head he's thinking, I want to ask, like, this? what are you? But yeah, it seems I rude. <laughs> I almost wrote that down as my quote, but. Winston just went under the new couch. Oh, good. He's, he's, he's terrified. <laughs> he's not actually. He just is mischievous. He, needs a, he, wants he needs attention, attention really bad. Or he's going to pee in there. He, well. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, yes. I guess I hadn't really thought of the It just crashed my mind right now when you were talking because I was nice. like, who is this Dobby? Do we trust you? What are you saying to me? Immediately. He's so endearing in yeah. a very different but similar way to Hagrid. Yeah. There's, even though Dobby is some possibly magically caused he's very withholding right Mm -hmm. he's very vague Hagrid is well he's also somewhat withholding about some of the things that he knows right about Voldemort and and other Mm -hmm. things but for different reasons but they're both very sincere right Mm -hmm. I mean Dobby's very physical with his sincerity like the fact that he's talking about needing to punish himself (laughs) for taking some of these actions is it's an astonishing introduction to a character it's what it's just so great i mean Mm -hmm. and i love that moment right where she jk rowling writes about harry's internal monologue to himself about like he wanted to ask what but thought it would be rude yeah it's a great way of of showing us very quickly like an integral part of harry of Mm -hmm. like that he would think about something like that. Yeah. And uh, that consideration would help him shape how he would treat this being. Mm-hmm. And the way he treats this being is important. Right. Yeah. In the short term mm-hmm. and in the mm-hmm. long term. Yeah. No, for sure. It definitely, again, highlights. I mean, there we saw glimpses in the first book as well of Harry's, like, who he is. And yeah. Uh, My favorite quote kind of speaks to that a little where um, after Harry asks uh, if he can help Dobby. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I can see it on your screen. Dobby has heard of your greatness, sir, but of your goodness, Dobby never knew. He never knew. And we had similar, there's this distinction between great and good, which Mm. is kind of funny because like in Wizards Unite or also like in terms of how we use hierarchies (laughs) in language, good is below great. Mm -hmm. But... Um, this idea that, like the Sorting Hat, you could be great, you know, or or, or Ollivander, Ollivander, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, terrible, and, yeah, great. great. So like great as this like impactful, like um, powerful sense, but it's, it's something not a different. moral quality. Yeah, it's something Greatness. different to be good right. and to be good. I mean, because we also know from certain characters, you can be good, but you don't necessarily have to be like grand about it. You Mm -hmm. don't have to like carry this greatness or this like Mm -hmm. labeling that Harry always carries around with him of, you know, being the chosen one and having that follow him around. So again, he doesn't have to be good, but he is. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I mean, she does 
this is one of my all-time favorite chapters of the whole series. I mean, really? Yeah, it's oh. just so good. I uh-huh. mean, from from a budding writer perspective, like, how do you start a book? How do you follow up on a story mm-hmm. that people are? What was that, Winston? I don't know. He's being he's being a bad puppy. Hey, <laughs> come here. We will resume. And cu- no, just, yeah. we won't cut. Yeah, classic Winston. He's a part of the. He's the third member of the podcast crew. He's the most disruptive. Yes, for sure. It's 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 puppy it's energy. You, you bring a lot. I do a little bit, and then Winston disrupts us. Yeah. <laughs> but he's sorry. Cute. What were you saying? As a no, I just a great writer. chapter. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. love the chapter. I don't know. There's something about it. Mm-hmm. The flow of it, it all takes place just in his little bedroom. Mm-hmm. It's just one character. It's just dialogue. I mean, okay, well, no, there's... there's a little bit more at mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, yeah. But it's like we go from, and the juxtaposition of like ending chapter one with like somebody showing up at Privet Drive and it's like, what? The magical community is here. Mm-hmm. And then like he leaves and it's like, oh, well, not what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. end the chapter again in the same same thing. Yeah. Revealing that Dobby has been keeping the letters. Like that's yeah. such a quick move but like i love that because yeah. it's like why aren't they writing to him mm-hmm. what's going on yeah, we didn't even talk about that last chapter because th- that it's weighing on harry because even oh, when yeah. he's talking about he's like oh my i'm not hermione you know my friend hermione smart. is the smartest you know and then it's like oh pain because <laughs> i mean if you think about it like harry finally found his possibly first real friends and had this whole experience with them. It's all of these like, the and then it's just back. like, oh, sorry. Yeah. You're, you're nobody. Nobody wants you. You're not actually part of this. Yes. I don't know. Well, that gets to this title that I was, mm-hmm. as always, I play around with titles. Today, I just sat there for like 15 minutes <laughs> staring at the screen until I decided on something. Uh-huh. I was playing around with a lot of ideas, but I think it there is a very clear jailing motif here of like Mm -hmm. being vernon obviously but like he's harry is in this prison that is privet drive right Mm -hmm. and the prison is made even worse by dobby Mm -hmm. because he is cutting off what would be like some of the lifelines to harry to the world that he wants to belong to right he talks about belonging he brings it up I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. And he emphasized, she emphasizes it for him as well in the text, like belong is in italics. Mm. And yeah. And so Dobby's, it's an ends and means thing, right? Do the ends justify the means? He, he, what he wants is safety, but he is going about it in such a imprisoning way mm-hmm. that it's it's frustrating it basically my thought is like even if harry dies this year is exposed to this danger and this terrible thing happens or whatever dobby is portending happening mm-hmm. uh that to me is arguably better than having harry like imprisoned in private drive yeah i think that that theme kind of is very much i mean we don't know much about house elves right now but we as people who know the wizarding world understand that but that's kind of like this introduction where dobby is explaining that he has a family that he serves and like they're masters and he's describing it and um harry makes a comment i didn't write it down but it's like oh 
that makes it seem like or the Dursleys seem almost human. <laughs> and so like, yeah, Extra there's this punishment. Yeah, there's this yeah. interesting yeah, I think overall, like in our societies, like thinking about what you give up in in the name of safety, um, we do that quite often. And I mean, it is something that is yep. interesting to contrast like safety, freedom or like um, imprisonment, like that sort of idea of like what is it what i mean yeah i get it i get it from the perspective of like you're trying to have this protection and it goes into this sort of like we have the statute of secrecy like that as a notable thing as well for the wizarding world so introducing the statute of secrecy that is supposed to be protective but at what cost like okay so and that is, of course, more complicated because we had actual persecutions that were happening. We had wars. We had conflict. And the reaction was like, okay, let's just hide ourselves and go under. But it is an interesting thing to consider and pick apart a little bit of what choices that we make, like, individually, but also, like, our responsibility to each other. And so we make laws. We make the, these decisions and say like, oh, this is this is the best thing that we can do for our survival or for whatever it is to keep people safe. Yeah, it's a rather famous tension, right? Like freedom and safety. Some, you know, whether it's always truly in tension is we can think about. If are there ways that, you know, laws or what might be perceived as le less freedom is actually like I don't know. Uh, yeah. There's stuff to debate, but certainly at, at many times they are somewhat at odds, right? You can act in ways that are safer, mm -hmm. but are maybe not expressions of uh, being more free. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's reasonable even to think at a personal level of the ways that you try to keep yourself safe from things. I know I do. And that often comes at the cost of expressing myself in certain ways or doing other things you mm -hmm. know and i don't know if people want to call that freedom they can but you know creative expression other things yeah. doing certain things taking risks you know making dif these different choices mm -hmm. you can avoid doing those things for sure and yeah. it may feel more safe or even be more safe but mm -hmm. is it uh is it a trade-off that you want to make is you know always a question to me yeah well it makes me think about social media and how we use it and how um, what's currently happening is a lot of like, oh, we're digging up dirt on people and like receipts from like 10 cancel, years ago, cancel culture. <laughs> cancel culture. Yeah. And so, yeah, so the safe like advice that we certainly have been told is like, oh, don't post things. And yeah. it's like, OK, I mean, that is one response. Um, are there alternative responses or ways of being that are more complex Certainly. like maybe we don't react so aggressively mm -hmm. <laughs> all the time or that could be don't freeze people you know and it's just so complicated and mm -hmm. i mean that's like a um an ex i don't know like a i guess modern example that is kind of i don't know i go back and forth sometimes when i think about things like the internet i'm like all of this is so silly but it's not any different than other conflicts or situations in 
from the past. Mm-hmm. Like lots of things can seem silly, like when you're distanced enough from it and, you know, have a grounding of like, okay, this is not, this is not worth whatever, <laughs> whatever's <laughs> happening right here. Yeah. I think the other aspect to this, which ties in is the, the trace, mm-hmm. which is a very similar concept of safe and free and being tracked and being, uh, being surveilled. Yeah, that was so, my uh, not creative title suggestion to Chad. <laughs> surveilled. It's a really good title, yeah. But also, Bobby's been I mean, watching. Yeah, we, Ministry's mm-hmm, been watching too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so uh, Harry gets this letter from Mafalda Hopkirk for the, from the improper use of magical or magic office. And yeah, so the trace is fascinating to me because. So from the letter, it seems that uh, the ministry knew that there was magic that took place at the mm-hmm. residence and what the spell was, right. not who. Right. <laughs> so underage wizard, witches and wizards have a magical trace on them until they are 17. Um, the idea being that, I mean, well, you're not, you shouldn't, you're, it's too dangerous for you as someone who's learning to use magic to use magic what if something goes wrong except for there is an exception which is interesting to me that it's kind of like built in except for in emergencies yes (laughs) i thought you're gonna be like you are correct sir yes you are correct sir (laughs) um what i was thinking though is like okay so let's say i am under 17 hogwarts student i go home and I'm Draco Malfoy, what's to stop him from like just going to people's houses and just casting magic? Absolutely. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to actually, I got quiet there because I was racking my brain trying to think of when we learn exactly. Is it this book that we learn that the trace is limited in that way? That the way that she writes the letter from Mafalda, she uh-huh. being J.K. Rowling, is uh, obviously intentional because it is aligned with the limits of the trace. You know that magic occurs in the proximity of Mm -hmm. an underage wizard, and Harry is a very, very, very unique case, and this will come into play in a later book, Uh where like the ministry knows that there shouldn't be an overage wizard near Harry, and therefore any magic happening there will be assigned to him. And he will take blame for it. Yeah, I don't think that it's in this book because when I was looking through the wikis, I think it's, it's like in later book. books. Yeah, yeah, I think that it is. Okay. But there is an, an interesting Reddit thread that I found where someone was questioning whether this law, we know that laws are made in context and by people. So there's socio-historical, political factors <laughs> that are probably involved. But just questioning whether the trace law might have been designed to target Muggleborn. Because so the mm. idea was that like if, if magic happens, yeah, so it would don't be have a wizard nearby that you know of. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might not be the case. It might be this like the intention was it might be intended just for protection of like underage witches and wizards. However, in practice, it might target. Um, Muggleborn or anyone who I guess, I guess Muggleborn are like the only people that or the group that I would see as most um, obviously impacted because like we're saying so no one in that house should be practicing magic or is of age to be practicing magic because Harry is there you know and I, I don't know yeah 
Yeah, I mean we we've we've had other classes and discussions and things about talking about laws in principle and in practice and the difference here. And I think it's very significant uh the fact that the how the trace works and to have it still be law and to have an expectation essentially that like magical parents with magical children are just meant to police the the children so yes. that must be that makes that a lot of sense of where the later. theory comes yeah. yes okay but it's so kind we don't of have that here but even mm-hmm. in practice even if it is completely practical even if the trace was on literally on the the child and you could tell that they were the one casting magic i don't see the purpose of the thing of the law like yes okay like you just don't want them to because it's dangerous to them. They're going to malfunction or something. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's really, really, it's a really interesting thing to juxtapose against like that then Hogwarts in like this controlled school, but we clearly see that it's yeah, not. Yeah. I mean, like people have accidents all the time and like, yeah, it's just, it's a very well, interesting. Yeah, lo- it's-, it's totally, it's totally realistic to me, <laughs> but it's still an interesting one to be like, what is happening here? Like, I, don't I mean, it. ultimately, that's about power, right? So like who has the authority or like um, who is um, capable of controlling mm. a bunch, even though it seems more unreasonable at Hogwarts, you have like, I don't know what, five, six teachers <laughs> or however many teachers. You don't have the proportions of like the adults. <laughs> 30 to one. <laughs> the yeah. adults who are supposed to be like... Um, Mm-hmm. protecting mm-hmm. these underage children who have, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a response, too. we got too. Filch as a, one Filch Yeah, per one school. person yeah. monitoring the hallways. <laughs> he's, problems on, he's problematic on his own. But, yeah, yeah no, it's... A... Well, so if you can have a trace on, like, a proximity, why don't... I mean, not that I'm advocating for this, but why wouldn't you have the trace on the specific person, like... Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. These, mm-hmm. these are questions about the limits of magic that we don't Definitely. understand. <laughs> it just is. It's one. That's another reason why this is one of my favorite chapters. It's just such a small thing. He just gets this little letter, and the ramifications in the short term are like, well, that now Vernon knows this, and he's going to hold it over you, right? right? Yeah. And like, because even at the end of the first book, I think Hagrid was like, oh, but they don't know that or whatever. You just threaten. No, they, they all get letters when they go home, and. And Harry's no say like little notes like remember or reminders. Oh no no yeah yeah yeah. Right. Don't use. But magic. Hagrid is like oh but they don't know you can't use it. But now they the Dursleys do at the end of the first book. He says yeah. something like that. But it's a it's not a throwaway moment. This trace the idea of a trace it keeps coming up. It'll crop back up over and over again. And it just is a it's really really it's just really a brilliant idea. It's such a brilliant mechanic of magic tracing surveillance how would you like that this would exist but it's not perfect mm-hmm. right i think it's a really clever thing to make it not perfect it's not like mm. they just yeah that was then, cast by harry then there's it's not even for... at the wand level yeah. it's it's like it, proximity based and that's like it's like oh yeah it's well great. i was wondering if there's just like if it's mafalda or someone else who's just kind of like Sitting in an office, <laughs> gets reports in. Listening to her police and scanning. It's like, yeah, and it's just like, I wonder also if, so <laughs> So one layer of like dismissal or discarding would be like, oh, this is a, you know, pure blood family or whatever. It's just the Weasleys. It's fine. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they've got it under control. Right. Um, or if it's also like, oh, well, this spell is like not that important, you know, like, that, that's super interesting because now you're making me think of like, yeah, how do they even process it this quickly? Obviously, they have magic, but like, 
Well, how many reports would they get in right. a day? Like, tons, that's the- <laughs> tons and tons and tons. You have you have Molly who's just like knitting yeah. shit all the time, yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> washing dishes and right. things. And is it just pinging like crazy when Hogwarts is in session? It's just like, well, oh, that was also what people were asking. They're like, oh, do they just like not have the trace on or like or kind of ignore it? Because I mean, in other. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it. I haven't even though I loved it. I hadn't really. I'm sure there's still more would, to think about. I would want I would imagine that they would want to keep the trace on because like, let's say Harry is like, I don't know, escapes from Hogwarts and is somewhere else just causing craziness. I don't know. Or Tom Riddle just escapes and like murders his parents. I mean, I don't <laughs> Oh, whoops. Spoiler. <laughs> just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I really It's don't a know. short chapter. Mm-hmm. But it just it just packs a wallop for me. Dobby is so intriguing to me. The trace is equally as intriguing. The fact that Ron has showed up is super exciting. Reynolds. Like you get this fi- this like full crossover of like Ron mm-hmm. and like being able to position Ron in this way is going to be great in the next chapter as somebody who's like proactively like heroic in a, mm-hmm. a serious way. And yeah, then, Harry's nightmare at the end. Like the he's nightmare. clearly like feeling <sighs> trapped. In the name of safety, because Dobby's like, at least you're safe. And Harry's like, great, cool. (laughs) As if Harry cared about safety. That's not part of his like storyline. He's lived his whole life trapped. (laughs) He wants to spread his wings, you know? Yeah. It was fun. Mm -hmm. It was a fun chapter. I'm excited. We're already rolling. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. So I think this, I didn't count the number of chapters in this book, but I think it's similar. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. Be probably mid year or even earlier. But yeah. Great. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, (laughs) until next time, Juan's ready.